what I will try to do more and more is share my personal stories about my journey. Um, I'm finding that I'm gonna do that more because there are some who are who don't want to be vulnerability, who don't <laughs> who don't want to be vulnerable, and so I will not even share that out of them not wanting to be so i'm only going to share stories where people are actually vulnerable and want me to share it with you because really the other means they're not willing to be open they're blocked they have other things there that they don't want you to know so i don't want to be part of that i'm here for openness transparency uh truth uh no shadiness no shit no nothing like that here i'm sorry that's just just not it. it's not going to be it's true authentic originality is what's going to be here and not people who are hiding and all that crap. Not here. So I'm, I'll start sharing personal stories now. I've been doing it, but more so of more so of me. I know I've been doing it, but a little bit more of myself. Um, so queens, back in the day, queens had queen energy. Same now. Like royalty now is shifted. If you see somebody, a person who has this royal air about them, royal energy, it probably means that in another life they came from royalty. Or in this lifetime, they probably are a lineage of royalty and they probably don't even know, but they carry themselves in such a way where they are royalty. Now, for me, I don't like to brag. I don't like to say this and that, this, that. I, I, I just don't. That's not who I am. Uh, I don't like pretense. I'm very humble. I don't like to talk about the things, whatever. I don't think possessions and saying I have this, I have that is, it, it for me it, it it does. I don't like to talk about it. It's not important for me to talk about. Um, so I'm gonna share a story with you because, for me, I I remember in my last podcast I said to you. If you go back, it's on past lives. Is I do believe that in a past life I was an advisor to a king, right? That was one of the first one of the things that I said in my past life. Kid you not, um, just bump into somebody randomly, and from my country, and we're talking, just like that. Um, never met before, and he says to me. I can see something about you. I said, what? What do you see? He says, do you know Queen Aitu? T-A-Y-T-U. I'm looking it up. I said, yeah, I think she was one of the queens. But I'm not sure which queen she was, is what I told him. He said she was the wife of Kin Minilik. Did you know that? I said, I, said I, I sort of knew she was a queen, but I know. I said, what's your point? He says, you remind me of her. I said, wait. We talked just for a few minutes, and a few minutes of me telling you who I am, in my truthfulness, you were able to pick up something about me that relates to her. He said, yes. You know why? I said, why? Tell me. Tell me. So he said she was the one who was the brain behind King Milanik. So when the Italians came, and they were trying to overtake Ethiopia, basically, they wanted him to sign something in Italian. And she looked at them and she looked at him and said, do not sign it because she did not trust them and where they were coming from. And so she told him not to sign it. Otherwise, he would have signed it. And not only that, but in the time that they were going to 
when a lot of stuff was happening with Kim Min, like he said, she was the one that put him straight. She was the brain behind him. She's the one who held him through all the, the things that he didn't do, right? And I said, how on earth? You just met me and you're thinking about... I, actually, I was... I was like, wow, that's like a high position to have. She says, no, but I can see that about you. I said, okay. So I read more and more about her, and she really was. She was an empress. Uh, she used her exceptional intelligence to strengthen and extend her power through a blend of patronage and political marriages and leadership craft. She was determined to resist imperialist designs on her country. So that was true. She increasingly opposed any negotiations that will result in the loss of the Ethiopian territory. When diplomacy gave way to war, she rode out at the head of her own army at her husband's side. Now, see, that part I could see myself being, where I'm like, I have your back no matter what. So that part I could see. So I could see where he could see that in me. And it was she who devised the plan which led to the Ethiopian victory at uh, Magali. And her presence was crucial in the Ethiopian victory at Adwan, 1896. The most important or significant victory of any African army during the climax of European colonialism, I can't even say it. She founded Addis Ababa, which remains Ethiopia's capital city to this day. And the final decades of her reign witnessed a period of modernization, which gradually opened Ethiopia up to trade and greater, greater technical expertise. And she also provided the Ethiopian Orthodox Christianity community in Jerusalem. I mean, it goes on and on. But when I read about it, I'm like, this is crazy. Because... I mean, I wouldn't, I mean, I'm so far from it. I am so imperfect in so many ways. But when I receive, I'm like, that's a compliment. But the compliment that I could see was, you can see through the shit and you stop the shit right away. <laughs> so if anybody were to come to you and your man with a lot of shit, you would know how to stop a dead end strike. I said, you know what? That is so true. I could actually see myself in that. And loyalty is another one. You got to be extra loyal to you, yourself, your partner or your husband, uh, and your country. Loyalty is what takes you to royal energy. If you don't have that loyalty, there is no way you can reach royalty. There's a presence. There's an aura. It's dignified. It's beautiful. Um, so through that part, I could actually see myself and I was like, wow, that's like the greatest compliment ever. Like, but I could see that where she could actually see the plans that they were trying to make against the country and telling him her, her, the king to stop before they overthrew the country. The same thing. A woman is the one who's very spiritual, highly connected to herself, intuition, who would tell her husband, don't do it. I see something that you don't see that I'm telling you do not do it because if you do it, you're going to be in a greater catastrophe that you probably can't see. And I could see her doing that for the king at the time. I could, I could see it. So that part of me makes a lot of sense. So a lot of the thing is what people don't know is a lot of masculines are in physical reality. They're not connected to themselves, so they're not spiritual. So a lot of the times they cannot see the shadiness 
that people come at to them to overthrow their home, their partnership, again, the way of the kids. You don't know how people come at you when you are in a place of dignity, power, prestige, when you have a name to yourself, when you are in a position of power, or, or even if you don't, if God has favored you and your name and who you are in your household, trust and believe there'll be many people who will come at you pretending to be good when they're not good. That is just the way of this world because we do not live in a perfect world. Not everybody's good. But people are good. But to a certain extent, you don't know who's coming at you in the wrong way to break up your household and your country. <laughs> you don't know. So many spies, so many people who say they're your friend when they're not, they're actually spies and bots. They are. It, 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 and you know, it was described to me as and they're called Babylonians. I said, what? This is the great, yeah. They are soulless beings who will sell you out, sell you out to the system, to the matrix, because they gain tons of money, they get an advantage, their career propels forward because of them selling you out. These are Babylonians. These are the Babylonians of our time, and I call them the bots and the soulless people who have sold their soul to this world for money to better their life because maybe their life isn't that great, so they do it. So, wow. I was like in like... It's good to meet people who have a different perspective because for me, for the most part of my life, with the exception of people I can count at the back of my finger, but on a general, it's always been negativity and shade that has been thrown at me by, by people that I knew, with the exception of a few people that I count in the back of my hand that I say they have my back. But for, for the most part, it's been like shade to my name until you meet somebody like this. And you're like, wait, you don't even know me? And in the first instance of knowing me, this is what you're telling me because I'm telling you who you are. That's it. That's who you are. I was like, wow. So this is what I'm going to tell you is in life, you're going to meet certain people who are going to uplift you, who are going to believe in you, who have your back. And it doesn't take much. They just look at you and then these are your people. They probably even know you from a past life. Who knows? But those are your people. And then eight times out of ten, you're going to find people who find reasons to call out your name. Reasons to throw shade behind your back. Reasons to stab you from your back. Like, they are not for you. They don't want to see you. They don't want to see you do well. They do not believe in you. They want you to be down in the dumps. These are not your people. These are the people that you call, you know them. You've known them for years. And suddenly it's like this. Like I, somebody said, why would you get pissed? Why would I get pissed? Because if I were in your shoes, I would have never done that shit to you. That's why I'm pissed. Because that's how much my loyalty goes. My loyalty is 100%. Going back to my birth chart, I was like, oh crap. Now I can see why I'm loyalty. It's, it's why I'm loyalty. Why I'm loyal. It's because it was all over my freaking birth chart. <laughs> To the point that we hurt ourselves. Because that's how deep our loyalty goes. But people take it for shit. And those are not your people. I'm going to leave it there. I love you so much. Sorry for like all like the curses. <laughs> oh my god. I hope my son never listens to this. But maybe he'll listen to this when he grows up. It's fine. It will lead him through life. He's going to be the man he's meant to be. Uh, I'm going to leave it here. Take care.